Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, tribe. It's a wonderful Monday morning. I hope you're doing well today. This is June, your host. I'm here with my co-host Oliver, and I actually have Ellie, Shelby, and Sweet Pea in the room as well. So if you hear snoring or barking, that's probably what it is. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. My weekend was pretty good, and let's go ahead and get started for today. So today, I kind of switched it up a little bit. We are going to talk about a horse named Bamboo Harvester. It was a gelding, and for those that don't know that aren't horse people, a gelding is a male horse. He was born in California. There was two different dates on exactly, or two different cities on actually where he was born. So we're just going to say he was born in California in 1949. Well, Bamboo, he was actually an American saddle breed and part Arabian horse. And he was trained by a man named Les Hilton. Les Hilton was born um, New Year's Day in 1906. And he was supposedly, basically, they said, quote, a bachelor all his life. He was married to his job, which was training animals. And before he started training bamboo, he actually trained um, a few other horses as well. So before Bamboo actually hit the big show, I guess you can say, he was used in parades and he was also a show horse. So in 1961, um, they were coming out with a show that was going to be a comedy with a horse. And basically, Bamboo was not the first horse picked for this show. It was another horse, but the other horse was supposedly so hard to deal with that they ended up choosing um, Bamboo as the horse. So at the age of 11, Bamboo starred in the comedy. The first time the comedy ran was January 5th to July 2nd of 1961. And the comedy, I'm going to play the theme song real quick because I want you guys to have this stuck in your head like I've had it stuck in my head the past two weeks when I was researching this. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course, that is, of course, unless the horse is the famous Mr. Red. Go right to the... Okay, I'll spare you guys the rest of it, but... I'm talking about the horse, Bamboo with the horse that played in Mr. Ed. Um, It was actually starring Alan Young as well, which was kind of pretty neat when I was reading it. Alan Young actually had like a darker blonde hair. And because the show was in black and white, um, Alan's hair actually blended in kind of with Mr. Ed. So basically what he had to do was they dyed his hair brown for the TV series, which was was kind of wild. Ed actually had Mr. Ed, or Bamboo, he actually had another horse that played some of the time, and that horse's name was Pumpkin, and 
it was kind of strange. We've talked about before about the dyeing of animals' hair. Well, they actually had to dye pumpkins' um, coat um, in certain spots to match actual Mr. Ed or a.k.a. Bamboo. When this aired, I actually wasn't around yet, but um, I remember this playing on Nick at Night when I was a kid, and I also remember it on um, TV Land. Um, they also had it on TV Land, and they played it for, for years from what I remember. And the show, I mean, 1961 to 1966, that's really not a long time. It actually was picked up again by CBS October 1st, 1961 to February 6th of 1966. But it's just weird how this show just... Everybody knew about this show. I mean, I knew about it, and I was born in the 80s. So, I mean, it was just a kind of a, a crazy show. It was kind of really, really unique. For those who have actually never watched the show, basically it's a comedy. And the gist is that Mr. Ed Bamboo talks to its owner, Wilbur. And Wilbur is like the only one that can hear the horse talk. So... The neighbors are suspicious. The wife thinks that Wilbur loves the horse more than her. It was just a, a comedy about different things that the horse did. and or it, it basically surrounded what the horse did and made it like a comedy. It was kind of unique, like I said. So the, the gist of Mr. Ed and the surroundings around it and how they came up with it it actually came from Walter R. Brooks's short stories that he had originally, and then they made it into um, what it was known as is Mr. Ed. Walter Brooks, he actually did short stories for children. He was a ch children author, um, and basically the talking horse is what Mr. Ed was kind of mimicked after. So during the taping of Mr. Ed, Mr. Ed would do different things. Like the big thing was he would talk and he would like dial a phone. Just these little things that um, Ed could do that Les had taught him. And there was a lot of wondering on how in the world did they get Bamboo to actually move his mouth for his lines. And they said that he was actually could do his lines or I say lines, but he could do what he was supposed to, usually in one take. And he was such a diva that sometimes he would just be done and just walk out. He was like, I'm done, and that was it for him. Les would actually have to um, be there with with Ed while he was there because he wouldn't. Ed Bamboo would not respond to anybody else, so Les actually had to be there on the set at all times so he could get him to do he meaning bamboo to do exactly what he wanted him to do. From what I was reading, um, Mr. Ed was voiced by two different people. Alan Lane, they called him Rocky, um, he was the voice of him, but Sheldon Allman vo um, voiced single lines. So there's actually like two people, from what I can read, that was doing lines or the voice of Mr. Ed. Back then, I guess everybody was kind of in awe of Bamboo being able to move his mouth when his lines came out. Like, I mean, he would literally move his, his mouth. 
And so everybody was just, how did he do that? How do you do that? So Alan Young, the um, the man that played Wilbur, he actually would tell people that they used peanut butter. But come to find out, it was not as glorious as just giving him peanut butter to move his mouth. So basically, at first, less there was like strings on Ed's mouth, and they would move it up and down for his lines. And then eventually Les had trained Mr. Ed that every time he would touch his hoof, he would start moving his ma- bamboo would start moving his mouth. So that is the story behind it. There's like different stories that you hear, but that is how they did it. Um, they used strings, and then once Ed learned when Les touched his hoof to open his mouth and talk. Um, then that's what they did for the remainder of the series. Is like I said before, um, Les had taught Bamboo to do several different things. Um, some of the things, like I said, he, obviously he was moving his mouth when um, his lines came up, and then he would answer the phone. He would open doors. He would untie knots. It was just a whole bunch of different things that he taught him to do during that series. So Bamboo, after the series ended in, um, the last time it ended in February 6th of 1966, Bamboo actually went to go live with Les, and he stayed with Les until he passed away. Um, it was kind of a little little weird. The theme song I just played for you, it's, it's not that long. I just didn't want to play the whole thing for you guys. But there was, like, some controversy during this time where... A preacher in Ohio had said that basically if you played the record backwards that it was a satanic message and that basically it said source of Satan. It was so weird and he like this preacher got kids to like destroy stuff. It was just really really weird but from that theme song it was supposedly satanic. Kind of weird. So, I've never actually owned horses. There's a bunch of horses that live beside me, but I've never owned one. I know that the care for a horse is a lot. But, anyways, so, I say all that to say I was reading, and I, I, I told you earlier that Mr. Ed was kind of like a diva. This horse was eating, like, 20 pounds of hay a day and also drinking a gallon of sweet tea like who gives a horse sweet tea I just don't I don't know a lot about horses but I guarantee that you're not supposed to be giving horses sweet tea all the sugar in it oh my goodness anyway I thought that was something pretty cool that I learned in 1966 obviously the show ended and I said that Ed went back to live with Les for the remainder of his time He had kidney issues and that he had arthritis. And there's actually two different stories on how Bamboo actually passed away. The first story is that he died in 1970 in California. And basically Les had went to visit family. And when he left to visit family, a caretaker saw Ed and he thought he was in trouble. So they gave him a tranquilizer. And the tranquilizer ended up killing him, and he passed away. Supposedly, his ashes are buried um, around where Hilton was at the time, living, and they're scattered in California. That's the first story. 
The second story is that after the retire after Mr. Ed's retirement, he went to Oklahoma. In 1979, they're saying that he passed away by being euthanized because of all of the medical problems that he was having. He had, like, kidney problems and really bad arthritis. We do know that. But I'll let you guys decide which story you believe. But I do know in Oklahoma that they actually have a monument for, quote, Mr. Ed slash Bamboo there. And um, you can go visit it and... It's it's there and it has the picture, like if you watch the the entrance to Mr. Ed, like he comes up to the stall doors and that picture that you saw every time when the show started with the same music, it's like a picture and it looks kind of like that from what I saw on the internet. So, it, like I said, it's like people are going back and forth whether where Mr. Ed Bamboo died. But some people believe that Pumpkin, remember I said earlier that he had someone that did fill in for him sometimes. And they're thinking that, the conspiracy theorists, think that Pumpkin was the one that actually died in Oklahoma. I don't know. Those are the two stories. I'll leave it for you guys to decide, like I said before. Anyway, so I had me- I've had i mentioned before the, the Patsy award that's given out for animal top stars a year. Mr. Ed slash Bamboo actually won it four different times. In 1962 and 63, he won first place for, you know, him playing Mr. Ed. And then um, he placed second place in 1964 and a third place in 1965. And I guess the really neat thing about it is, is like that award is for all animals. It's not just for like horses or dogs or cats. It's for all animals. And he actually beat out more popular animals like dogs and cats. So that was pretty cool. In 2004, okay, now this is years after Mr. Egg came out. Different way people thought about life from 1960s to 2000s, different ways. Just everything is different from then. They decided, I don't I don't know who they are, but they tried, they, people, tried to reboot Mr. Ed. And it was, a, they did an episode of it. I actually watched it, and it came out in, like, 2004, and it did not pick, pick up and basically flopped. So I watched the thing. I was like, all right, let me see how they're doing Mr. Ed this time. It was horrible you guys and I wasn't a big Mr. Ed fan back in the day but it was a very famous show and a lot of people liked it but I watched this show this reboot of Mr. Ed and basically it's these this family that are from the city and they move to the country and the same gist is there like Mr. Ed is talking but you can tell that in 2004 there was a lot there's a lot more things that they can do in movies so you could tell that they made his mouth move he wasn't actually doing it himself and just the whole show show was I'm gonna call it corny it just it was horrible it was just completely horrible I can see why it didn't happen sometimes you know things are great at one time and it's just not meant to do do again and we see that a lot in movies for you know when they do part two or part three like the only movie ever that I think needed to have as many series as possible which actually there's actually two of them Jaws 
and The Godfathers. I, I love all the Godfather movies, and those sequels and stuff, they actually made sense. This 2004 reboot of Mr. Ed made no sense. Anyway, you can watch it on YouTube. It's about 20 minutes. You can watch it for yourself and tell me what you think because I thought it was horrible. So that is my story of Mr. Ed. Um, I'm sorry I don't know much about horses, you guys, but I did want to add them because I know there's so many people that love horses and cherish horses, and I wanted you guys to have a story about a horse that you guys would actually recognize. And So I started thinking about Mr. Ed this week and what I could pass on to you guys so you guys can think about all week. And the thing that came up in my head was just how crazy this show was, especially back in that time frame in the 1960s, like, hey, let's make talking horses and we'll have this huge comedy about it. Like, who thinks of these things? And I, I guess that's where I'm kind of, you know, you guys, sometimes in, in life, and I know I do it a lot, and I'm sure you guys do, you're like, hey, you know, I'm I have this idea, and it, it seems so outrageous to you at the time. And you're like, oh my god, I'm so crazy. Why, why would I even think of something like that? Nobody will like that. Whether it's, you know, an idea for a TV show if you're into that, or a different way of doing something at your job, or maybe an invention you're thinking of, or something that you might want to change and do. Don't think that it's as weird or as crazy as you do. Everything that comes to a head ends up from somebody that maybe didn't think it was a great idea at first. Or maybe it's, you know, you're worried people are going to think that you're crazy or think that your idea is, quote, stupid. This show, actually, Mr. Ed's show, um, he got the no first and basically a comedian paid $70,000 back in 1960s to produce this because he liked the show so and then the show obviously the show comes out and everybody loves it I mean everybody knows Mr. Ed especially in that time frame so remember that just because you think your idea is kind of off or you don't understand how people will react to it, it might not be that far off. Maybe you should tell somebody. Maybe you should take those steps to start inventing what you're inventing. Or maybe you should tell someone about how to do something better at work. Or you have this idea for a TV show, what do you think? And if you get no the first time, keep asking. Because no the first time doesn't mean that it's no forever. Um the god what is it the harry potter books she got so many no's before she got a yes and look at that series now so whenever you're thinking of something if you want to write a book i mean there's so many different things that you can do in life that don't think about what people will think do it because that's where your heart is that's what you want to do your heart is telling you this is what you need to do this is what you need to invent this is how you need to change something do it for you. Don't think about what everybody else is thinking. So think about that this week. And when you're going through your work week, if you have thoughts of something different, something that's not according to the norm, go ahead and 
think about it more and maybe how can you put it into actions and how can you advance from the idea in your head to putting it on paper to getting it where it needs to be so people can look at it, view it. Um, I'm just going to throw in a disclaimer there. I am talking about things in life like relationships, obviously stalking and stuff like that. Not talking about that. Nothing criminal. Okay? I'm just going to throw that disclaimer out there just in case. But anyways, um, just this week, think think where you could go. What could happen if? I kind of mentioned that last week. So stop thinking that it's too crazy, too outlandish. Do it for you. Actually do it for you. So that's my my thoughts for the week and I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week and have a really 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 good weekend and until next time be great and dream big. (laughs) 